Hi everyone, welcome to Embracing Change. In this episode, we are publishing again a conversation we had last year <clears throat> with uh, Marty Greif from SiteTuners. Marty is an amazing guy, but he's also uh, one of the worldwide experts in conversion rate optimization. So uh, when COVID-19 started and many businesses started to uh, move and pivot towards e-commerce, uh, we felt that interviewing uh, Mari would be highly valuable to our audience. And uh, I think some of the learnings from CRO are uh, always relevant for any given time. You don't have to be in a crisis to want to do e-commerce. Uh, Mari is an amazing speaker, is an amazing expert, and I think you're going to get a lot of value out of this conversation, and that's the reason why we're publishing it again. I hope you enjoy it. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our fireside chat with Mari Greif, president of SiteTuners. Thank you for joining us today. Um, for those of you who are new to this uh, to these fireside chats, we've we've had uh, five already during the last couple of weeks. It's basically a service I, I have put together, talking to to friends and colleagues uh, and partners that I do business with that I think uh, are excellent at what they do and that could bring a different perspective uh, to help businesses navigate challenges of COVID nineteen. In my experience, as you know over 25 years of experience in corporate America, three years uh, owning my own digital agency. So I bring, I bring a, a, that perspective to your benefit uh, and, and my guests bring uh, also years and years and years of, 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 of perspective. So today I have with me, Mari, Mari uh, uh, Greif. How are you, Mari? Welcome. Uh, I'm very well, Gerardo. And uh, how are you? Let's, let's start there. I'm 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 fine. Are you are you staying safe? You know during during COVID nineteen. Where where are you calling from? Uh, Tampa, Florida. You know it's funny the uh, the whole question that people always ask, how are you? How are you? That's taken on new meaning these days. You know it's uh, you know how are you used to be a throwaway thing that we would say to people, and you weren't listening to the answer, but now it's a real question again. So yeah, it's a question uh, with intent. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing fine. So thank you for asking. That's great. That's great. And 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 I knew you were doing fine because we, we you know we do a lot of a lot of projects together and we, you know we're friends. So so I, I knew you were doing fine and I'm 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 very glad that the, you're you're navigating well through COVID nineteen. Um, so Marty, uh, let's let's jump straight into into the conversation. How are you navigating sure. during during COVID nineteen? How's how's things going? Well, it's been an interesting, uh, I want to call it six weeks or so. Um, uh, we've had uh, some clients who uh, are thriving through this, all right? We've had some that uh, are in deep trouble. And <clears throat> we've had a couple where we've actually been able to help them turn from, uh, from going to, to zero to getting back most of their revenue. So we've helped people survive, we've helped people thrive. So it's a wide mix, right, of, of what's going on here. And, uh, and you know, and, 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 let, let, let me just stop you there because I just sure. realized we haven't introduced what you do to the audience. Oh, so why, why, don't you, why don't you tell us what, what you do? So um, 
SiteTuners is a conversion rate optimization agency. And basically think of that as where you're, you're, you're persuasion people. So we look at all the different touch points that a client has, and we've done these with a number of clients together, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's everything from on the website, are people taking uh, the correct actions on it? Is your website, you know, answering the three basic questions, you know, that every user asks, am I in the right place? How do I feel about this? What am I supposed to do here? And, and as you know, Gerardo, most websites don't even remotely answer those questions mm -hmm. correctly. So That's true. when you fix that, you know, people wind up buying and downloading and subscribing and filling in information for leads. So all sorts of goodness happens. And, but it's not just that, it's, it's all, all the touch points. What happens when they pick up the phone and call? What happens in the chat? What happens in your transactional promotional emails? Every single touch point, are you adding value? And so what we do is we help our clients to make sure that every single one of those touch points adds value, regardless of the type of business and whether they're an e-commerce store, a subscription-based site, information site, you know, a lead gen site, either B2B or B2C, none of it, you know, there's, there are persuasion elements, as you well know, mm -hmm. across all of those. And so it's tuning the levers to make sure that the marketing is more effective, right? So we've been doing that for, uh, well, since 2002, you know, and our clients have ranged from people doing a million dollars a year online to multi-billion dollar corporations and everything in between, right? So we've got the gamut. Of course, of course. And of course, we, you know, we've worked on a number of projects uh, related to conversion rate optimization. And I, I can attest for, you know, for the effectiveness of, of, uh, of the consulting. So, you know, for clients that haven't thought about those three questions, right? Mm -hmm. And that probably right now are figuring out that their digital presence is more important than ever because of what's going on with COVID-19. If you were to talk about that, you know, to them, you know, if, if maybe they're not ready to engage on a, on a consulting project, but they are mm -hmm. thinking about those things. What advice would you, would you give them? Where should they start? Uh, you know, even if they're not ready to engage uh, with it, with something with you or us together, it really what they need to do is, is they really need someone on the outside to take a look at their, at, at, you know, their touch points. Okay. And, and it could be a colleague from a previous company or it could be a friend, you know, but somebody needs to look at it because the problem is we all get tunnel vision, you know, when we're looking at our websites and, 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 you know, when we have these discussions, it is amazing how people go, Oh my God, you're right. Oh my God, you're right. Because they're not used to someone looking at it critically. They're like, they, they always say, well, this is what our visitors need to know. And the answer is, no, that's what you think your visitors need to know, all right? It may not have anything to do with why they're coming there. So that tunnel vision, frankly, cripples most organizations, and that's the benefit of someone from the outside. And again, if you don't want to engage with, with, with us, we get that, right? But have somebody on the outside look and say, when you come to our website, is it clear immediately what it is we do? All right. Now, when you look at your website, you know, you go, yeah, of course it's clear because you know what you do. But get someone who doesn't know what you do and say, tell me what you do. And you will be horrified at the answers that you get from your friends or colleagues, you know. And then the second thing is, well, tell me how you feel about this, you know. And, and you know, that's a little harder for people because they're not look at the same things we're looking at. We're looking at trust symbols, something that says, you know, uh, you know, and you can make this up, you know serving the blah, blah, blah industry for over three decades. 
Well, if you don't have something that says that or over 1 million satisfied clients or, you know, certified by the FDA or, you know, all those are all trust symbols. If you don't have those kind of things, the average person who's a friend is going to look at it and say, yeah, your site looks fine. You know, but then the, what am I going to do here question, which again is a, is a hard question is you say, well, what do you think we want you to do here? And again, you're going to get some weird answers from your friends, right? Mm -hmm. And if they have to scroll and search through the pages, okay, you've got a problem. They should be able to look at whatever pops up on the screen and know who you are, what you do, why they should trust you, and what you want them to do. And if they have to read through things, oh my God, you're already in trouble. Okay. Of course, of course. And, you know, also there is, you know, there's a, a... the situation that we find with most clients, right? Uh, that is, people want to talk about what they do, mm-hmm. but the problem is that, you know, clients, you know, their clients, they don't, you know, they're not interested on what you do. They're interested on solving their own problems. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? So, so there's a difference between saying, this is what we do versus this is what we can do for you. This is how we will... Correct this is how we can solve your issues. Correct. And right. And we actually call that something. We call that greedy marketer syndrome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you're, you're saying, here's what we do, but again, they don't care. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I'm going to say something really crazy. Mm-hmm. We are all selfish. We are literally animals and we're programmed to survive. And so while we may not be cave people around the fire anymore hunting, okay, we still have those instincts built into us. And, and let me give you some real life examples of how those instincts come to play. And then I want you to translate that to your website, okay? So for your visitors, and, and I've done this, and Gerardo, I'm sure you've done this, even though you're a great guy, okay? I'm sure you've done this. You've been at a, at a, at a party, okay? Mm-hmm. Or you're in a meeting somewhere and you get introduced to 10 people and you give me John and Joe and Sally and Sue, and five minutes later, you don't remember their names. Okay. Yeah, it happens to me all the time. Yeah, because we don't care about them. We're selfish, yeah. okay? Yeah. And so the problem is we think about ourselves, we're programmed that way. And then what's the next thing that happens, okay? You've been at the same party, same meeting, uh-huh. and someone starts talking. Well, I do this, and I do that, and I do this, and you're thinking, oh, just shoot me already. Shut up, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Because the person's talking all about them. All right. Mm -hmm. And the problem is we don't care about them unless it's something, excuse me, directly related to what we care about. Mm -hmm. So it's really focusing on the other person. And if you develop those skills, well, I'll tell you, those skills will help you in business. They'll help you in life. They'll help you become a better parent, spouse, Mm -hmm. boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you apply that same logic to what's happening on their webs on your website, where it's all about the visitor, and it's not about what you want to tell them. You got to find out what they want. And if you find out what they want, what they're looking for, and there's a lot of ways to figure that out. But if you figure that out and you serve up the right information at the right time to the right people, well, that's when the good things happen. That's where you get your sales, your downloads, your subscriptions. You know? And so you can, you can find out why they're coming from user surveys, heat maps, analytics. There's all sorts of tools out there that allow you to figure out what that user intent is, you know? And once you figure out that user intent, and then remember, it's not about you, although it's an alignment. If you align user intent 
with their experience with the organization and your company goals. So there's three things mm -hmm. in the middle. If that was a Venn diagram in the middle is where conversion rate optimization is in the middle is where your money is. All right. So you obviously have to align your company goals, but it's not about you. It's about them solve their problem. They will do what you want them to do. And that's, that's hard for people to, to get out of that, that, you know, that what we call greedy marketer syndrome where it's like, buy now, fill out this 20 question form. You know, I mean, nobody wants to do any of that, True. but it's hard for us to stop. And, and, and it's about solving problems, you know, basically, basically what you're saying is so, you know, solving that problem in a way that suits also the need of the, of the user. In, in fact, I, I, want, I haven't shared this with you because I, I just discovered it yesterday. I'm, I'm, I'm working on this, on this analysis for, for a client, right? And they're a financial services company. And, and they asked me to look at what a competitor of theirs is doing that is working really well. They are an online bank. Right, and and they're trying to grow, and this this competitor has uh, has driven a lot of market share, and this you know this is in a different country, right, where where uh, there's less trust in digital transactions, <clears throat> and one of the things that I discovered on top of this competitor doing great things, right, mm -hmm. one of the things that I discovered was that while all of the rest of the digital banks are driving people to a landing page and asking mm -hmm. them to sign up with their email and their name, mm -hmm. right? These competitors is, is saying, you know, in the CTA, download the app from the App Store now. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's driving you to Apple App Store for mm -hmm. you to download mm -hmm. to, your, to your phone. And what, what that causes is that, first of all, it's, it, it, it develops trust because now I'm not giving up my, my email and my name mm -hmm. to a website that I've just discovered. I'm actually downloading an app there's mm -hmm. a trust element that Apple or Android have vetted that app and it's not mm -hmm. a, a funny company, mm -hmm. right? So, so uh, I've, I found that, uh, and now they, they are placed on, in front, in, in, now they can start messaging that, that customer directly to where they are instead of mm -hmm. waiting for them to come to their, you know, to their phone, to, you know, to, their, to their page. So what was very interesting to me was the fact that at a par against other competitors, the services are very similar, but mm -hmm. the path to conversion, it's mm -hmm. solving an issue that for that country is very important, which is security. Mm -hmm. right? So it's taking everything out of giving me your, your, you know, your email. It's, ta uh, it's, it's taking me to a, a, trust, a trust store that it's sure. not owned by me, it's owned by Apple, and mm -hmm. that's where I do the transaction. Right. You know, it's funny. Maybe we need to talk more, but... Um, we're in the process of doing something similar for us bank where they where we have just redesigned their app okay uh -huh. and uh, and we're redesigning the website and it's all about download and, and this is gonna sound weird it's download and play because we've actually gamified banking for them so mm -hmm. in addition to the fdic trust symbols and all the rest of it and the fact that they can get the app out of the app store you know either google uh -huh. play or, or the app store you know we've also made it fun all right and i'll go a step further because the target audience here is, uh, is, uh, is millennials. Millennials are people that want to know what your community involvement is. We've actually made a big thing about the community involvement and all the give back programs. So it's, it's, it's fun, it's safe, right? And, and we're involved in the community and that's the kind of stuff we're doing to, to, to take it. And we're doing that in the US, so it's- Oh, uh, that's interesting. So, yeah, so it's happening here too, Gerardo. Yeah, yeah. So.
yeah 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 that's that's fantastic um what do you see any verticals being more affected than others uh, in your experience with the because i i, I would imagine i would imagine that for example e-commerce sites should mm-hmm. benefit from from uh, from 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 the current situation um Is that some true? are some aren't yes yeah, some are some aren't okay it depends on uh you know a couple things and i without going to you know client names i can give you a of couple course. examples so um we had uh, one client who was, uh, uh, and I'll go from one extreme to the other. We, we've had one client who uh, was selling information, all right? And they, they sent me an email that said, without going into the graphic words they used, okay? They said, we're in trouble. They said it a little rougher than that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I said, well, let's talk. And the problem was that their, their revenue went to zero. And I went, okay, that's a problem. So we talked about it and we wound up pivoting for them and we changed uh, uh, their, uh, you know, their messaging because their supply chain was broken. All right. Mm-hmm. So what we did is we, we talked about how you can get all this and get in the queue and we got them back 96% of their revenue. within. Really? Yes. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. That's one end of the spectrum, right? Mm-hmm. The other end of the spectrum is an e-commerce company who also happened to have a chain of stores, physical stores, right? And so while their e-commerce business is, is, is still working, okay, their physical stores, they had to shut those all down, all right? Mm-hmm. And they lost, you know, a massive amount of, and we've actually had a couple clients where, you know, the physical side has, has, has completely fallen apart. And then in the middle of that, all right, where we had just an e-commerce only, you know, the, their traffic went down, their conversion rates went down, everything went down. So we changed, uh, we did some tactical redesigns and we were able to boost up their, uh, their revenue by an additional 20%. So they went down, we got them 20%, they, they didn't go to zero, but they were at subsidence level. We got them additional 20%, you know, and so that, that got them to the point where they're surviving. And now we're working on how do we add more persuasion elements? How do we get them, if not back to where they are, but at least better and prepared for when this goes away, you know, but to also do, so those are all on, you know, on the e-commerce side. Okay. Um, anyone who's got a physical store, you know, or physical presence, doctors, dentists, you know, you can't go to them unless they're, you know, and it's even doctors are canceling appointments unless it's, you know, emergency related dentists, you know, unless it's emergency related, um, you know, stores, you know, uh, that, you know, mm-hmm. fitness centers, all of this stuff's closing. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to help some of them pivot to online. As a matter of fact, I'll go another, here's one for you. We're working with a number of churches. Okay. Mm-hmm. Churches are closing okay. down, you know, and we're actually helping them to, to move to, uh, you know, digital sermons using, uh, you know, uh, Facebook Live, as well as Zoom, change their messaging, get more engagement. Mm-hmm. We had one um, pastor that we're working with who, you know, a small congregation, and we increased his engagement by about, uh, I don't know, 2000%. So we moved to online mm-hmm. and, and his, his, the number of people attending his sermons has gone up by two thousand percent. Okay, I mean that's huge, right? It's huge. It's huge. I've um, 
I've heard about lots of businesses trying, you know, trying to pivot that way. Uh, lots of businesses are, are uh, you know, in fact, um, uh, you know, I was just talking to my wife and my daughter this morning, right? And and and, and she ha she wears brackets, right? And she, you know, mm -hmm. with brackets, they need to to do the, the the adjustments every month, right? Yeah, the tuning, yeah. The, you know, the tuning. And um, what do you do now, right? So uh, their doctor, which is which is I think very very smart, he uh, created a tutorial um, mm -hmm. that he sent on video to all of mm -hmm. his clients, showing how they can actually use different tools at home to mm -hmm. to take pictures of their their you know their you know their work right right so they can send them exactly so they can send them to him in a way that he can actually analyze them and provide mm -hmm. them feedback while they can't visit him right and, and i thought that was you know and that's a you know a, a small example right this is no conversion mm -hmm. rate optimization but this is really caring about your customers and trying to pivot to a digit you know to 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 a remote to a remote relationship Oh, yeah, yeah. Right and and adding value and providing that value, which I think we haven't talked about that, but it's one of the things. It's one of the common themes that I've seen coming out of all of these uh, conversations I've been having, which is mm -hmm. this is a time where it's very important to add value to your customers. It's probably right. not the time to try to close fast deals. Oh it's God, that, no. you know, right? It's it, yeah. it, it, it's 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 that time where you're helping waiting mm -hmm. for uh, build that trust and hopefully mm -hmm. all of that is gonna is gonna come back at some point would you yeah. agree with that yeah i agree completely I, and and we have a saying okay this is what we tell all our clients and frankly this is what i know you do you give before you get okay mm -hmm. um and, and it's really if you if you can help people i can't tell you how much we're doing for free for people and i know you're doing it too mm -hmm. you give before you get if you can help people now's the time we're all in this together so we've helped a number of people you know trying to transform their businesses and in some instances you know if if they were in deep trouble like the the business i told you went to zero we said all right i i you know they were a retainer client i immediately said you don't worry about your retainer we're going to work for free all right mm -hmm. and then we got back to 96 percent in two days and they said well i think we should be paying you and i went yeah that's probably true okay. <laughs> so um but you know the, my first reaction because i didn't know we could help them I, until i analyzed their problem i didn't know what it was so uh, obviously we had to help them you know and, and we had to do it for free right you give before you get but mm -hmm. once we got them back well then they went of course we need to, to do that right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh you know and the same thing's happening you know when i was talking about that e-commerce company that lost it and we got them 20 percent. again we went all right let's, let's stop we immediately made some changes they're happy and they're sticking with us to actually do more all right mm -hmm. on the other hand we've also done some things like uh you know i was talking about that pastor you know we did that for free okay some of these churches, I mean, somebody, they're, they're saying poor the church mouse. I don't completely understand the saying, but the concept is, you know, they have no money, you know, right now and they're hurting. So we helped us, we've helped, I think, three different, uh, you know, religious organizations to, to, to pivot right now, you know, and we're not, we haven't charged them. All right. Of course, uh, of course. You give before you get. Okay, it's the right thing to do. And it's the right, right thing to do. Is I, I don't and think I know your business is. And I know you were doing that before too. You know, well, yeah, but it's more so now. You always more give so now. before you yeah. get. I mean, there's a different. People are suffering. Okay, so you got to do more of that now. I mean, I, now again, you can't help everybody, right? I mean, we had a client who had, uh, you know, a uh, you know an amusement kind of park kind of you know attraction. 
Well, mm -hmm. he was growing from, you know, multi, multi-million dollar business. Well, you know, nobody can go there now. I can't fix that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, now he has a small e-commerce presence, which we helped with, but it does, it pales in comparison to the, of course. You know, to the on-site stuff. There's limits to it. But again, we're still helping him because when he comes back, you know, uh, and I hope it all recovers when he comes back, you know, he'll be well positioned to really take advantage of everything. So do I charge him now? Of course not. You know, mm -hmm. he, you know, he's worried about paying as much of his staff as he can, you know, right now. Mm -hmm. Am I going to put my hand out? No. I mean, come on. Of course, of course. It's not, yeah. it, I, I, and I know, I mean, we talked about, you started talking about the importance of human relationships and I've, and I've yeah. seen you operate, uh, you know, for the last three years and, and right. that's, that's something that it's, 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 it's very clear in, in, in your engagement with everybody. I mean, you're, you're a generous guy and you, and you put the other person always first and, you know, this is, I'm not surprised this is, this is how you're dealing with this. So, so Mari, um, tell me something. Are there any best practices that, businesses could use right now in your mind that, uh, you know, to help them either be better positioned for when business comes back or try to stabilize their business and any best practices that you can uh, point out to? Yeah. Well, the first thing I'm going to say is stop being tone deaf. I mean, oh my God, uh, there are so many businesses who um, they haven't changed their advertising. They haven't changed their website. There's, there's, there's nothing out there that, that talks about, you know, what's going on. People are suffering. And if you're, if you're saying the same old, same old, okay, mm -hmm. then you're being tone deaf. You know, one of the things that I've seen, uh, out there, cause I was, I was thinking about a new car, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, as you know, when you go to websites, they follow you around on, you know, Facebook and Google and everywhere. So I'm seeing new messaging from all sorts of car dealerships that are talking about everything from shop online and we will deliver the car for you for a test drive. We will disinfect it. You know, uh, you know, you could, you know, 0% financing are coming from some of these, you know, so they're, they're basically taking what's going on and addressing people's concerns both financially and the idea that, you know, you don't want to catch this. We're still open. Here's how we're disinfecting for you. Right. And so I thought, and I've seen a lot of car dealerships do that. And I think that kind of acknowledging what's going on, you know, absolutely makes, you know, a ton of sense. All right. Don't okay. be, don't be tone deaf. That's, okay. that's number one. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, the second thing I would say is, and this goes back to what we were just talking about, Gerardo, you know, if, if you have the ability as a company, all right, to help somebody and, and it's not going to drive you into bankruptcy, you know, what goes around comes around, help people. They will remember that later on. All mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and even if they never wind up as a client, because I'm not saying you're doing this to get a client later. I'm saying you're doing this because it's the right thing, the right thing to do. Right? You know, so, so if you're doing things, you're helping people, maybe they become a client later on. Maybe they talk to somebody else that, that actually isn't having trouble right now. We've gotten all sorts of referrals lately from people, uh, from existing clients to brand new people in some industries that actually aren't having issues, you know, like, um, uh, insurance company. So insurance isn't having some issues, you know, uh, some of the legal professions not having issues, uh, 
you know, we've got uh, finance that's not ha some, not having some issues. So it, it depends, right? Mm -hmm. If they're if they're delivering services, um, a lot of software uh, companies that are in a SaaS model, software as a service, where they're, they're they've got recurring revenue, you know, mm -hmm. they're not an issue. So, you know, we're getting introductions to interesting people that, you know, maybe a little affected, but they want to, you know, take this time to to go to the next level. So. Mm -hmm you know, again, give before you get, and, and, and what goes around does indeed come around, right? So. Of course, of course, of course. I mean, so, we shouldn't have to tell people this, honestly. I know, I know. So, so best practices, uh, you mentioned, uh, don't be tone deaf. Yes. Right? right. And help people. Yeah, I mean, those, those, those are the two. And then if you are, if your organization, uh, again, you can't fix everything, right? If your organization can pivot to, you know, online, which we're helping a number of people to do, mm -hmm. great. You know, that certainly makes sense. But if you are, uh, if you're really a brick and mortar kind of company and you can't pivot per se, but your web presence is important and you have the resources, take the time to go through all of your touch points to make sure that they are optimized for when this gets better. All right. Mm -hmm. Because Here's the thing, and, and you know this, right? We've of talked about this for years. You know, here's the thing. If, if, if you have a hundred people that come to your website every day, or a thousand or 10,000, doesn't matter what the number is, the math is saying. If you have a hundred people that come to your website and normally one of them takes the desired action, they buy or they download or whatever, that's a 1% conversion rate, right? And if you spend, you know, a thousand dollars to get one of those people, one conversion, your cost per acquisition is, is you know, a thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. But if you take your conversion rate and you fix the things on your website, okay, you, um, and you make that one now two, which is a hundred percent improvement in conversion rate, it's now 500, um, you know, dollars per acquisition. So here's the, here's the question. What's better? to take that $1,000 that you're spending to get one acquisition and double your spend to 2,000 to get two sales or two leads? Or is it better to fix your, your touch points so that you get two and you're only still spending that same thousand, which increases mm -hmm. the profitability? Most people just don't do that. They just throw more money at things. But now's mm -hmm. the time not to be throwing more money at things. Now's the time to fix the website so that whatever money you're spending is actually, you know, driving the best return for you. Mm -hmm. Now's the time to dig in and not throw money at more advertising. And I'm not saying stop your advertising. I'm saying make your advertising more effective. More effective. Make your website more effective. Now's mm -hmm. the time. And, and, and just, just for, for the benefit of our listeners, we're not talking... I, I, you use the term website very loosely, right? Because yes. you're talking about your digital customer acquisition process. So the website yes. is, a, is, 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 is the most evident part, but yeah. you know, it's, it's your, you know, once people come into your CRM, you know, all of the touch points, right? The yes. emails, email drips that you send out, yep. the, the connection between the campaign that you're mm -hmm. having, you know, the upstream campaign and the landing page where people, where people arrive, right? That mm -hmm. everything it's connected and makes sense. So, it's, so oh, yeah. we're, we're not talking about fixing just the website. The website is a central part of it, but you're talking about fixing all of, of, all of those touch, touch points 
Oh yeah, yeah. It's the, absolutely the app conversion. But most people think website, which is why I tend to say website. I know, I know. But you're know. absolutely right. I mean, for example, we helped one client. Uh, you know, they had uh, their website, uh, and we we optimized that. But people would call in to you know they had a little bit of a call center. So we looked at what was on the website. We put together a training for the call center, and we increased the conversion rate of the call center by fifteen percent. Okay, mm -hmm. which was millions of dollars, right, mm -hmm. for this mm -hmm. company. So you know, it, you know, that's a touch point. We fixed their chat, which increased conversions. You know, mm -hmm. um, we've also looked at, uh, I mean, we've got examples where we bought product from people. They had a product, they ship a product and we get this box and it's like, it looks like who did it and ran. You open it up, they threw stuff in a box. Mm -hmm. There was, uh, there was, they gave the client no love when they got the box. There was mm -hmm. no reason why I'd want to reorder. There's no reason why I'd say, Oh, to my friends, look at what I got. I mean, mm -hmm. cause it looked like it looked awful. Right. So, you know, every touch point is an opportunity to, you know, increase your conversions, increase your referrals, increase your average order value, increase, you know, your, your retention, all of this matters, you mm -hmm. know, and, and that's where conversion rate optimization or what we like to call it just persuasion. Okay. Mm -hmm. And giving clients love and giving your visitors love. That's the stuff that they'll remember. It's delighting people, not just going, Oh, you bought some, here you go. Here you go. Yeah, exactly. 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 It's, it, 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 it's, uh, and, and I've seen you do this with, uh, you know, with, you know, with, with projects we've worked on. It's almost like a game of whack-a-mole, right? You, yeah. you just look oh, yeah. at what, you know, <laughs> you know yeah. once you hit one, another one pops up and that's, right. you know, and that's the next one you're working on and, yeah. and you're fixing all of these little issues yeah. in, across the whole value chain of your service. Right. Yeah. And, and so let's go back to that example of the, uh, uh, you know, of working with the, the, uh, the call center. Mm -hmm. We didn't start there and we've actually worked with multiple call centers, but we don't start there. First, we had to look at, you know, what's going on in your website. Are, you know, when people land, are they in the right place? Do they feel good mm -hmm. about it? Do they know what they're supposed to do? We fix that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we look at the upstream messaging also. And we say, is that aligned to landing pages to the website and so on? You know, and so we're looking at everything for what we call PPC for conversion to content for conversion or to SEO for conversion. It's all about alignment. Well, here's the thing. As you start to fix those touch points, suddenly you go, well, what's happening when they're calling in now? Is that matching the messaging matching there? What's on the website? But if the website or their emails were a mess, you're not going to align the call center to a mess. First, mm -hmm. you got to fix, you know, it's step by step by step. You fix one thing and that's your whack-a-mole because mm -hmm. now all of a sudden the call center, oh my God, we got to fix that now. Okay. Mm -hmm. or, 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 you know, the instance, you know, we fix the website and we fix the transactional emails, but they send us a box, you know, and it's like, oh my God, or they're sending us a subscription to something online. And it's like, who put that together? Your five-year-old? I mean, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. come on. All right. I know, so, I know. So it's piece after piece after piece. Of course, so. of course. So, so you talked about the three questions that are answered mm -hmm. when somebody join, uh, gets to a site, right? Am I in the right place? Uh, how do I feel about this site? And uh, what do I do next, right? Mm -hmm. So if you were to give a piece of advice to fix those three questions for somebody who's listening, mm -hmm. it, you know, when they're looking at their site, how do they evaluate those three questions? 
Well, again, if they're, if they're trying to look at their site and do some of the things that it's you're really about. hard for someone to do it for themselves. Okay. Okay. But, but, but it, there's a couple things that you can do um, that most people make these mistakes. So mm -hmm. if you've got your, um, your logo uh, up in the top left-hand corner, which most people do, all right, mm -hmm. underneath the logo should be six to 10 words that actually describe what it is you do. And the reason it's under your logo is because you don't know what page you're going to land on, right? So if it's in the header, they're going to see it on every page. So in those six to 10 words, it might be if you're a local business serving the greater Atlanta, you know, uh, for dentistry for 10, for, for, you know, two decades or, you know, over 1 million satisfied clients, you know, dental clients, or, you know, again, I'm making stuff up because everyone's different, but six to 10 words that, that really come to the heart of not just what you do, but why they should trust you. Okay. okay. The, the, so, so that's when I, when someone lands and they look at that, cause people read top left to bottom, you yeah. know, I, I go, okay, this is what they do. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the simplest thing. Mm -hmm. The other thing uh, that you should do that's simple is, is don't, don't have your site with a big picture, you know, and don't use sliders because, you know, yeah, that, and there's all sorts of studies as to why that doesn't work. Just have, you know, uh, a, a banner that says, Again, who you do in a little bit more detail, who you are in a little more detail and, and answer the question, what's in it for me as a visitor, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. And then how do I feel about this? Well, if we've done that, you know, that right six to 10 words where it says we do this for over two decades or over 50,000 clients or over whatever we said, that's some trust. But put your phone number in the top right-hand corner, okay? Mm -hmm. And if you want, put your hours operation Monday through Friday, nine to five, whatever it is, real companies have the phone number in the top right hand corner. We've trusted, we've tested that. I can't tell you many times that is the number one trust symbol on the planet. Real companies have a phone number in the top right hand side, you know, and the same thing's true, uh, you know, for mobile. All right. Again, the six to 10 words, you know, you can, as long as you've got the call to click icon with the phone number, cause it's real, you know, you don't have to show the, the phone number. It's just there. We're good. And again, no rotating banners, just something that really explains what we do. And then what are we supposed to do here? <clears throat> again, it's not about you, all right? If we're, if they're shopping for, if you're an e-commerce site, don't put up your best sellers, okay? Because you have no idea if they want your best sellers. You know, it might be shop by, by, you know, industry, you know, or shop by, you know, men's clothes, women's clothes, children's clothes. You know, it might be, uh, shop for, uh, you know, if you are, you know, if you're serving dentists and doctors and lawyers, mm -hmm. you know, let me self-identify who I am and go down the right path. Mm -hmm. Make it about me and the things I care about, not about, you know, you and what you want them to be. Does that mm -hmm. make sense, Roberto? Mm -hmm. Of course, of course. The problem is every site's different and that's why you got, I, I really strongly recommend that people, uh, you know, you know, and I, and I don't want to sound self-serving, but they should reach out to you, you know, and, and talk to you about this stuff because, you know, you're going to look at their site a lot different than they are. And while I suggest, you know, friends and colleagues, that's great, but they're not trained like you and I are, mm -hmm. you know, or our teams are, they really should, you know, spend 20 minutes with Gerardo and team, you know, and, and figure out, does it make sense? You know, can, can, you know, with, cause you'll give some people some free advice, right? I'm giving free advice right now. Yeah. Yes, but yeah, I, 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 I do, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm like you and I've learned that from, from working together uh, that the, you know, the most important thing on that discovery call is to 
show what we can do, right? And mm-hmm. and add some value. And 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 I love your expression. If they if they fall in love with what we do for free, yeah. why why <laughs> why wouldn't they want to pay? You know, they yeah. can't wait to to to, yeah. to pay us to see what they're gonna get when they pay, right? So, but yeah. but, to, but to your point, and and this is not a sales pitch. Um, yes, I mean, reach out, you know, to us, or you know, I'm I'm sure if you already have. If listeners already have agencies they're working with, you know, reach out to them, right? And reach out to 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 experts. Mm-hmm. The same way you wouldn't dare to sign a contract without reaching out to a lawyer, mm-hmm. um, or even a, a lawyer friend, if, if, mm-hmm. even if you don't if you don't want to start engaging with a lawyer. In the same way, you should treat your your digital presence and your and your sites, right? Because right. there's an expertise associated with it, and you're gonna make you're going to reap the benefits of working with uh, with somebody who can give you real advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the, the only thing I say is, is if you have an existing agency, what you need to do is if they talk to you about, you know, and forgive me for saying this, but if they talk to you about, well, your brand is this and you need to have big images and you need to make it look pretty. And True. no, no, that, that's the wrong message. You know, it really has to be, you know, based on who's coming to your website and what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. If they're not having that discussion with you and they're talking about more advertising or SEO to drive traffic and they're not focused on how to actually convert those people coming, you need to force them to have that conversation. Agencies will fall back on the things they're comfortable with. You know, there's lots of agencies that do SEO or they do PPC or they do branding with pretty stuff. I, I get that, but you got to force them out of their comfort zone to talk about conversion rate optimization, because frankly, if you don't improve all of your touch points so that that messaging is aligned, you're wasting money on PPC, SEO, branding. I'm not saying none of those things are important. They are important. They're all important. But step one is you have to optimize for the visitors so that you're, 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 you're aligning that user intent with their experience, your company's goals. If you're not having that discussion with your agency, you need to basically slap them and get them to have that discussion. I, I agree. I, I call it performance marketing, what you call, you know, you call it conversion rate optimization, which I think it's, 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 exactly, it's exactly what you described. But mm-hmm. think about it as performance, right? Yeah. And I come from a past world where I was, you know, I've managed creative services teams. Mm-hmm. We've, we've done advertising campaigns mm-hmm. and in a world where we didn't have all of the tools to really measure performance, mm-hmm. creativity was paramount, right? Mm-hmm. So you were coming up with a great idea and mm-hmm. still great ideas, great creative ideas are important because they are the starting point. They're the stimulus for somebody to look into, into you as a brand. So I get that. That's important. Mm-hmm. But if you're just talking about ideas and creativity and, 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 and design, you're mm-hmm. missing the boat because mm-hmm. really it's all about performance. The idea yeah. has value as long as it can convert into an action, a, a desired action uh, yeah, that you're looking for, right? So uh, with your agencies, and again, advice to, to people listening to this, really have a conversation about performance. Have a, about, uh, have a conversation about how is this driving business for me? How is this yeah. idea actually? And sometimes the problem is not with the idea, is mm-hmm. with the system that has been built around that idea to drive mm-hmm. that conversion. So, so I'm not also saying judge ideas mm-hmm. based on how they perform. It might be that the idea is fantastic, but you just haven't done the work or the agency haven't done the work to, 
drive that idea all the way down to performance yeah. for you. Actually, let me give you a, a concrete example of that. Um, so years ago, I was director of marketing with, in a publicly traded um, um, you know, multi-multi-million dollar uh, company. I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars. And um, when I joined them, they showed me one of their uh, one of their creative pieces. And uh, and this is they they did a direct mail piece, mm -hmm. and they got this beautiful place. I mean, it was just gorgeous, right? And if you became if you filled it out the a form, you know, either online or or whatever they would send you a thesaurus and they got, they were so pleased with themselves. They got a seven and a half percent response rate and they were thrilled. Mm -hmm. And I asked the following questions. How many of those people that filled out the form became sales cycles? Mm -hmm. None. Okay. How many became like real leads? We don't know. Mm -hmm. So I looked at it and, and I said, because they, they were selling high performance database management systems. So we found a book on high performance database management systems and we reached out to the author and I said, can we give away a chapter of your book? And we had to pay for it. Okay. And so we kept all the same creative because their, their creative concepts were beautiful. I mean, really well done. All right. But instead of giving away a thesaurus, the people went, yeah, sure. I'll take a thesaurus. We gave away a chapter on high performance database systems. So I'm selling high performance database systems and I'm giving you a chapter on it from a noted author. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. Anybody who wants a thesaurus, who knows what, they, what their intent is. But if you want a chapter on high performance database systems, either you have no life and you're really bored, okay? <laughs> or you're, you're a looking, prospect, you're looking, you're for, looking for high performance database management systems. And there's a third choice. You're looking for high performance database management systems and you have no life in your board. I mean, but okay, two exactly. out of three are still pretty good, right? Yeah. And so what happened was the, the, the take rate on that went down to about one and a half percent from 7%. But guess what? We had real sales cycles now. And not only did we manage, you know, measure that, we then made sure that the leads went out to the, uh, to the sales force. And we, mm -hmm. we measured region by region what their close ratios were. So we knew all the way from the creative, all the way to the close ratio. And I will never forget being in a meeting with the VP of sales and one of his uh, director, one of his regional directors who told me that, you know, the leads were garbage and, and then there was nothing in there. And he said, so that's interesting because every other region has closed business out of it. So it, we went through a review with him. He basically didn't follow up on any of the leads oh. and he wound up, yeah, he lost his job in that meeting right? Oh, because wow. you're talking about performance. Mm -hmm. It's knowing what's working. You're measuring your marketing qualified leads, your sales qualified leads, your, your deals, you measure everything. Okay. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so, and that's an, and so the, the reason I bring this all up, it goes to your point, this is truly aligning user intent. Okay. Mm -hmm. With their experience and your company goals. I mean, that is a perfect example, a real life example that generated millions upon millions of dollars. Of right? course. Of course, of course. Well, that's 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 a great, great example. And I think to that note, I'd love to to you know we're we're forty seven minutes into the call, so mm -hmm. I'd love to to start to wrap up. And sure. uh, so so we talked about um, you know think about user intent. Why you know people care about their problems, not about mm -hmm. what 
and what not not about what you do. So think about what you can do for them to solve their problems, right? right. Mm -hmm. um, we talked about the importance of of showing some trust factors, right? Mm -hmm. uh, show that you're real, you know, phone mm -hmm. number, logos, you know, mm -hmm. statements, all of those things, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we talked about uh, you know fixing fixing conversion by looking at one problem problem at a time and, and fixing it. So it's like a game of whack-a-mole and you're going yep. from one to the other. We talked about yep. giving before taking. Mm -hmm. uh, did I miss anything? Did I forget mm -hmm. anything? And don't be tone deaf. And don't be tone deaf. And don't yeah. be tone deaf. That's true. That's yeah. true. Marty, if people want to reach out to you, where, how can they reach out to you? Well, I, I, here's the thing. I, I, you know, people are always welcome to, to go to uh, sitetuners.com. Mm -hmm. But, but uh, I, you know, Gerardo, I mean, you and I are a team on here. So I, I, I would strongly recommend people reach out to you. All right. And, you know, either one of us and we'll make sure that we, we, we help you. Right. So, yeah. Let, so hopefully everybody who's uh, seen this webinar um, they have your contact information, right? They do have my contact information and, and they, they might not know that, that we work on, you know, as a partnership on many, you know, with many, with many clients, we bring different things to the table. So I appreciate you, you, you recognizing that. I, I, I think that's a great thing about being part of, 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 uh, this, uh, you know, great, uh, network that we have oh, together. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, you know, I know you also provide you, you do you do uh, conferences. Uh, you're a keynote speaker to many conferences. Uh, mm -hmm. If somebody wants to, you know, want, wants you to talk about the importance of conversion, sure. you know, you're available for that too, right? Yes, on our website, um, if you look at the about us, you can actually book an appointment with me to talk about uh, speaking engagements. All right, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's basically under uh, uh, on my page with my picture. Um, it's embarrassing, but I'm, I've got my hands out like yeah, this. You're like this. Yeah, you're like this. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> so, but Fantastic. yeah, people can people can uh, book an appointment uh, to talk about engagements and uh, uh, you know speaking engagements. Of so. course, of course. Right. Well, Mari, thank you so much for spending some time with me this morning. Um, this uh, this talk is going to be recorded. Uh, we're going to be sharing it. It's going to become a, a podcast too, so we're going to be distributing it as well. Um, sure. I'm sure it's going to help a lot of people. If we, if we, out of these conversations, if we can just help one person, I think we've, we've, you know, we've achieved the purpose. Yeah. And uh, and uh, as always, it's a pleasure. And uh, I'm sure we're going to be talking very soon because we're talking almost uh, almost, almost every <laughs> couple of days. <laughs> so it's all good. Yeah. So uh, like like you've just said, if we can be of assistance to anybody, you know, reach out. Let's see if we can help you not just survive through this, but potentially even thrive if we can. All of right? course, of course. So everybody stay safe, Marty, um, stay safe as well. And uh, we'll, be, we'll be talking. Thank you, Sounds everybody. Bye-bye.